0: everybody. Welcome back to Let's Talk Church. I'm popping in for a special edition um, because it's the Easter or resurrection season, however you want to call it. Some people look at it more as Easter, some people say resurrection, I say both. Um, So I just want to drop in with a message that I delivered to um, my church as part of our seven last sayings series that we did Um, in recognition of the time period that we're in on seven last things from the cross. And I um, had this, you know, woman, behold thy son. That was my assigned portion um, that I was to cover. And so I'm going to share that with you. But I just also just, you know, want us just to take time this Easter and resurrection season to really just think about what Christ did for us. I mean, sometimes we get caught up in the hype and we get caught up in, you know, the dresses and, you know, um, candy and Easter bunny and all these things. Uh, And we sometimes lose focus. But the point of Easter, resurrection season, is to remember what Christ has done for us. He voluntarily laid down his life for our sins and this wasn't an easy thing. It wasn't, you know, a walk in the park for him. He suffered on our behalf. And so I would like for us to go into this season or continue into this season really thinking about the price that God paid, the price that, you know, um, Jesus, the Son of God Uh, paid for us for the remission of our sins. He became for us the sacrificial lamb. That's heavy and it's worthy of our respect. And it's worthy of us taking time to really sit and reflect on the sacrifice that he made for us. So, Back to the seven last sayings. I, I um, some some of you are probably very familiar with the seven last sayings of Christ uh, from the cross, um, and some of you may not be. But generally, what happens is you know we'll have a series of people who'll get up and they'll be assigned a particular passage, and then they'll expound on that passage to uh, you know to the best of their ability or however the Lord gives it to them. And so that's what we did um, at my church. So again, I was saying um, that I was assigned woman, um, behold thy son, but I just kind of wanted to give you some of the other, um, some of the other sayings, just so you can have a full understanding of what was, what was going on. So first, um, uh, first people say, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Um, Then there's today, thou shalt be with me in paradise. Then there's the one that I was assigned, woman, behold thy son. Then there's my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Then there is I thirst, followed by it is finished. And finally, father into thy hands, I commend my spirit. So those are the last sayings in scripture from Jesus um, while he was hanging on the cross for us. So back to what I was saying with woman, um, behold thy son. This is what I told them. And I, I just wanted to get on here and kind of record it for you guys as well so that you can share into this. Because um, I've got a lot of feedback from people who reached out to me afterward um, saying that, you know, it helped them. And then, you know, even someone else uh, mentioned that it was a, you know, it was a different way of looking at it than they had thought before, and that it was useful to them in understanding God's, um, care for us, even while he's on the, hanging on the cross, that the Lord Jesus still had us on his mind and still, um, took care of his mother while, um, while he was hanging on the cross. So I started with the verse. So the verse came, um, uh, the, the verse it comes this way. It says, when Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, woman, behold thy son. And then I, I went into it like this. So I'm just going to kind of go through it and then I, I'll break in some parts and pieces to kind of expound. Um, we were on a time limit. So, I didn't get, I didn't expound much in my presentation um, to honor the time limits that we were given. So in 1997, Boys to Men released A Song for Mama. And then I said, perhaps these lyrics sound familiar. And you guys, you know, you know, (laughs) A Song for Mama. Uh, If I could sing, then I would hit that chorus for you, but I'm going to spare everybody and not sing a single lick of it. But the lyrics read this way. You taught me everything, everything you've given me. I'll always keep it inside. You're the driving force in my life. And you know, y'all can hear him saying that, that yeah part, you know, okay. <laughs> there isn't anything or anyone that I could be, and it just wouldn't feel right if I didn't have you by my side. And of course, the song goes on in full complimentary mode for mothers, all that she is to the singer is on display. She teaches, she gives, she is present. And you guessed it, that song has become somewhat of an anthem of appreciation in many homes, particularly around Mother's Day. And you know, you and I both know that that song coming up here (laughs) in just a little bit will be on radio stations, just like, you know, it was released this year, but it was released back in 1997. So anyway, there's something about a mother or a woman who becomes a mother by physicality or spirituality. There is something about a mother who gives herself to the duty of motherhood and holds the position as a sacred duty, a sober duty for life whether from their own womb or from someone else's, is being placed in their care. It's a duty that should never be entered into lightly. There is something about a mother who understands her own unique assignment. Mary's assignment was not Sarah's assignment. Sarah brought Isaac, the promised child, into the world. Her assignment was not Manoah's wife's assignment. This wife brought Samson into the world. Her assignment was not Hannah's assignment. The reaping in prayer, God allowed her to bring Samuel into the world. Her assignment was not even Elizabeth's assignment, for in her old age, she brought forth John the Baptist, the forerunner of Je- for Jesus, into the world. Sarah, Manoah's wife, Hannah, and Elizabeth were all barren prior to God's intervention and assignment. God has a special assignment for Mary too and hey let me insert he has an assignment for all of us we just have to be willing to accept it so back to mary she would give birth under unusual circumstances with the exception of hannah they were all informed about their assignment by an angel yet like hannah mary would sing a song of praise the virgin mary's assignment was to bring forth jesus and she was told by the angel Gabriel that she would be a mother. She was assigned this sacred duty. He told her that she was highly favored. He told her that the Lord was with her and that she was blessed among women. She would have a son and she would call him Jesus. From the beginning, Mary, the mother of Jesus, gave herself to the duty of motherhood. She accepted, she accepted, she accepted. The word of the angel Gabriel and this acceptance of her um, this acceptance of her position and condition, given the traditions and the culture where she lived and the improbability of the situation. Come on now, you know that was a sign of faith. She accepted that her son Jesus would be great. He'd be called the Son of the Highest. Mary, to the best of her ability, with what was revealed, understood the assignment, and she sang. Again, I will not sing for you. <laughs> I'm doing you a favor. My soul doth magnify the Lord, saying Mary. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. So now throughout Jesus' life, there was events that was likely causing her to ponder things in her heart. Let's think about it. The wise men. That that whole visit and production, the teaching at the temple, the wedding at Cana, his adulthood revealed him to be a carpenter. His public ministry revealed him to be exactly who the angel Gabriel said that he would be. And now here she stands. Jesus is no longer the sweet baby in the manger. He's all grown up now and his time has come. He is now the glorified and celebrated, but he is also the vilified and denigrated man hanging between two thieves on a cross. And despite all that he has gone through with the trumped up trials, you know they were messy, trumped up trials, the back and forths, the questioning of his authority, the devaluing of his worth, the unjustified and the horrific trauma that he endured, she's still there. That's a mother's love. Mary understood the assignment. She was forever faithful to her son, even as the crowd that once cheered him became the crowd that now jeered him. Even in the presence of Roman soldiers known for their brutality, Mary was forever faithful. And now we find in the text that Jesus has some last words from the cross for his earthly mother. He saw He was beaten, bloodied, and bruised, but he saw him. He saw his mother and the disciples standing by, and they weren't standing by themselves. With them were Mary, the wife of Cleopas, and Mary Magdalene. And in the, midst of, in the midst of this hostility, bad circumstances, and charged atmospheres, there they were. They were there. In the midst of hard times in the storm, they were there. When it was unpopular to know Jesus, they were there. Mary, his mother, and his beloved disciple, in the company that they kept, demonstrated loyalty and faithfulness. They were there. They weren't hanging around Jesus to get something from him. They weren't around for the healings or for the food. They weren't around for the benefits. They stood with him while he hung on the cross because they truly loved him. When you, dear friends, are in the midst of a storm, take a minute to look around to see who is standing with you it'll teach you something. Verse 26 says that when Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciples standing by whom he loved, he saith unto his mother, woman, behold thy son. But he was not talking about himself. Yes, she was his earthly mother, but Jesus is setting Mary toward her future. His message to his mother from the cross was one of compassion and love and concern. It secured her future. Before he voluntarily laid down his life for our sins, Jesus made provision for his earthly mother. By telling his mother to behold thy son, Jesus was releasing Mary as his earthly mother. He was changing the dynamics of their relationship as his earthly assignment was wrapping up. Yet even in that transition, he still honored his mother. And you know, today we need to do the same. Even today, we're instructed Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God has given thee. In this patriarchal society in which they were living, it is highly probable that Mary would have needed to be taken care of, given that Joseph had already passed on. And while she did have other sons, the scripture does not tell us that they were there at the crucifixion. So again, pay attention to whose help is not around when the chips are down. Jesus left Mary in the care of his beloved disciple who stayed by him at the cross. And when all was said and done, that disciple took Mary back home with him. Jesus secured her future. He makes provision for her by entrusting her to the care of someone he loves. He transferred his earthly responsibility as eldest son to his beloved disciple and going forward, Mary should regard this disciple as her son and the disciple should regard Mary as his mother. In this one verse, we see Jesus' compassion and love and concern for his family. We know the situation he was in, but he thought it not robbery to secure his mother's future. She had been a forever faithful constant in his life and he was closing the book on his earthly ministry and as he was doing so he made sure that she was rewarded with security Mary completed her assignment from first breath to last she was there and now he was about to complete his Jesus is faithful no matter what it is that we go through no matter what it looks like we can count on him to remain faithful and true just like he secured Mary he can secure you too he told her woman behold thy son She accepted this security. Tonight, eternal security is readily available for those willing to accept it. Even now, it's available if you're really ready to accept it. So, something to think on as we go into this, you know, Easter holiday, Resurrection Sunday. Something to keep on your heart. God is ready. To receive you. He's ready to provide you with eternal security if you want it. You just have to be willing to accept it. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast on today. I'm gonna wrap up here. Just let you know that you're on my heart, you're on my mind. And I hope to get back to putting together a regular podcast um, in the near future. I'm not gonna give a date because that wouldn't be right. I don't even know a date yet, but um, y'all in my heart And I know that in, in due season I'll be back to more regular Productions um, or recordings For this um, podcast So happy Easter Happy Resurrection Sunday Keep your eyes on Jesus You have been listening to Let's Talk Church A podcast designed for the curious And the convinced join us weekly as we explore and get more comfortable with christianity if you haven't done so already please click subscribe also you're welcome to join us on instagram at talk church we pray that our god will bless and keep you